Hey guys, Kyle here. Sorry about the day late upload. Josh and I have been stuck on the moon for the past week and have been kind of spaced out. If you want to help us get down from the moon, leave us a 5 star rating and give us your best tips and tricks on how to travel back to Earth in the comments section. Anyways, here's episode 13. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Boffcast, a podcast where lifelong best friends talk about everything and anything. Leave us a rating on your favorite po- podcast platform, and we will read it and react to it in real time. Pretty please. Slide into our DMs and uh, let us know what you want us to discuss. What, what, what do you want us to uh, um, engage our brain minds? The brain minds. We're talking about the... Kyle Smith hive mind downstairs. Kyle Smith is McDonald's. a mindset. <laughs> but before before I, I uh, go any further, I need to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. Uh, I need to beer. have a high exper- high reverb burped experience. Uh, oh, I, oh, I got you, fam. I got you. Um, but yeah, across across the table from me. Are you going to remember what you said this morning? Oh, what did I say? I know you'd forget. Anyway, just cont- just roll roll the tape. Across the table for me is uh, the nation's tricep. Is that what it was? Not even close. Okay, so you know, um, I'm I'm reading this fascinating um, <laughs> autobiography, right? Of uh, this time when this this young troubled man got got kicked out of a band with his favorite mates, um, and this band was called Metallica, and. Uh, he he was trying to figure out like what what are, what are his next steps what what does he do, and of course he went to his life lifelong mentor, uh, Kyle Smith, the, the, the same oh the same mentor who was there uh, to provide guidance to Nick Hippa after his buddy Tim Lambesis tried to murder his wife. What, what year was this, by the way? This was uh, twenty one twenty one, and um, Kyle Smith tra- traversed the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> And gives guidance to all the, the living and unliving rock legends. He is. I truly am the best. He's truly the best. He's truly the nation's true tricep. <laughs> and, Me- mega, and I'm also Megadet H. He's also Megadet H, even though Taco Bell refuses to acknowledge it. But we're going to acknowledge it here, right here, right Dang, now. Dang, right, we will. Dang, dude. Dang. Ky- Kyle. Dang, dude. Smith! <laughs> oh, gosh. And across from me, oh. we have a blue shirt toting. You know? Black beard rocking. I got it. Rock in the sock kicking. Rock in the sock tonight. Kicking! Kicking! Carlo Look at those biceps. Wow. Oh, bro, we- I've not seen those biceps that big in a long time. Bro, we've we, you. We, we've been hitting it, dude. Oh, we've been. We've been. Okay. We've been hitting it and absolutely not quitting it. Dude, every single day except for Sunday, mm-hmm. we've been waking up at 3.45, sometimes 2.45. One time we what? have, yeah, I'll, I'll say that one time we did do 2.45. What do you know about that 3 o'clock workout life, man? Yeah. We were exhausted, but we still did it, man. Absolutely. We, 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 put, our, we put our hands to the muscular grindstone, and we are chiseling ourselves out one day at a time. We were too, you know... Soft, clumsy pieces of iron sharpening each other, and now, and now 
some resemblance of a statue. Yes, we are. I mean, we're, we're confident enough to make some really uh, cringy our uh, uh, Instagram reels. That's fine. Dude, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking in the mirror, dude. And I'm, I'm liking what you I see. You liking what you see? Ooh. Dang right, man. I'm serious. I'm ser- it's, it's, isn't it nice? Yeah, we're at the gym, you know, doing. Uh, do, we're doing those curls for the girls. Oh yeah. Well, doing, you are. I, I literally have do, no need. I'm doing. I'm doing the squatties for the honeys. <laughs> oh, oh, that feels weird to say. <laughs> Overall, man, I think we're killing it. It's, we're it's, doing. We're doing those uh, seated low row back curls for the seated low row back right? girls. If they oh, exist, that's weird. I don't. <laughs> do they exist? I hope not. <laughs> but that's one thing I'm, I'm actually super happy about is that I got my wife to show up with us today. Yeah, tell us about it, that wife you work with. It out. has been, you know, it's been so long. I've, I've really been trying to get her to come to the gym, and it's just. It's not ex- exactly excuses, but she wants to have like the perfect scenario where she can get into a perfect routine right, all, all right. the time. That's what stopped me. Yeah, and that's that's why I want to keep going uh, at like three forty-five every morning. Is because if we don't, then I'll get lazy and then it'll just ruin my whole day. Yep. So I, yeah. So we we, we got we have an app and then we have something else and then it's 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 just finally great to see her at the gym because it's been a long time coming. We've talked about it for a long time. And we need a 24-hour gym membership, and we need to have uh, meals prepped so we, yep. can, we can get the proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to go in blindfolded, so she wanted to get an app that has like this annual uh, membership, which is pretty unfortunate because it's, it's like 130 bucks, but it's only mm. like eight or nine bucks a month. Yeah, uh, when, you, they, when, you, when you put it all together, yeah. Yeah, <clears> they, <throat> and they make you pay it up front. So she, we have that. I was like... Go ahead and make the purchase. It's fine. And anything, just anything to get her into the gym. And, and at the end of the workout, she's like, this is great. This is awesome. Thank you for taking me. It was so cool to have her. Shout out to Erica. Shout, shout out to the wifey. Yeah, it was super cool to have her there. And I know that she's going to keep coming because um, that, that was the whole point of, of getting her there in the first place. And, and now she feels comfortable with us. So That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, speaking of things that are cool, what what what... What we sipping on, Mr. Kyle? We sipping on? We just... We, uh, so originally, you know, last episode, I brought up the fact that there is a Megadeth Atulamond beer available for sale out there. Let me look this up. Yeah, and I, I went into Total Wine because Google told me that's where it was. So I drove there and immediately got disappointed because it's on order only, and they haven't gotten that brand of beer in over four years. Ooh. Ooh, that's not good. So let me, let me read. Hold on. Am, am, are you of legal legal age in your jurisdiction? Uh, okay, I'll lie and say yes. Oh, that is a sexy looking bottle. It, it, isn't it? A Toulamon. This Saison Ale was brewed at the request of Dave Mustaine, lead singer of heavy metal band Megadeth. You might have heard of them. It uses a dry hopping technique and to date has the lowest alcohol content of any unib... Unibrow? Unibrow? It, it, it is unibrow. You spell it out. Spell it out. U n i b r o u e. Unibro? That's where I am. I, I, got, I got unibrow. I'm a unibrow. <laughs> a Toulamond ale honors the mutual passions and friendship of Megadeth's Dave Mustaine and Unibrow's brewmaster Jerry Vitz. Okay. Oh, dude. Yeah, the, we need this. The, the bottle sells itself because it looks amazing. The the, the the art they did for that, they they literally just took the uh, the main logo that you think of when you think of Megadeth, yeah, and Vic. they, they, and they sla- yeah, and they slapped it onto a beer, and I put a Tulamon over the top, and it, I I would assume it tastes amazing. 
You know, if we ever buy it, we have to listen to a Tulemon waltz we drink. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know the moment will be coming because I, I, I may or may not have some on order right now. <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> it might take a long time to get here. It might take three years. Well, it might take three years. But, but, but what, what also is on order that you may have met, or may not have mentioned oh, yesterday? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... um. Kyle and I were just uh, we're just sitting in his. Uh, which we'll get we'll get to what we were sitting in here in a second. But oh, we, we were sitting we were sitting in his vehicle, and uh, I told Kyle, I was like, you know what, Kyle, um, I, got, I got something for you. And I was like, and I, I was like, do I, do I want to wait to announce it on the pod, or do I want to tell you in person? And you know, us being the patient people that we are, I told him in person. You told him right immediately, right there. So um, I, I I went online and I got us both a copy of. Um, Megadeth's new album, which will be dropping September second, the sick, the dying, and the dead. But um, mm. we're, we're getting them. We're getting them in CDs. Like, what you know about CDs, man? And both of these CDs will be personally autographed by Dave Mustaine. Hoo-wee. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about. Yeah, it's, it's weird, dude. It, it's like I'm experiencing right now at the age of tw- of 28. What you were probably experiencing when you were like, what, 12, 11, 14? 14-ish. 13 and 14, yeah. Yeah, here I am. Like, I, dude, I, I feel like, like I'm so behind in, like, in like the world of metal as far as like thrash metal goes. Is this the first band that you've heard sound like this? Or uh, I, 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 what, what? I went through a Metallica phase for a while, um, but this is my first time like intentionally like listening to Megadeth. Oh, Henry got you through that uh, Metallica phase. Just, oh my just fine. <laughs> <laughs> For context, um, my, my my buddy Tim Miller, shout out to Tim Miller. Um, he we have got to hang out sometime, man. He's in Idaho, man. Okay, that's not gonna be happening, man. That sucks. Um, but yeah, uh, he was him and his wife Missy were watching Henry for a while, and um, you know Tim's a huge Metallica fan, and he you know he put he put put a Metallica vinyl on for uh, for Henry. And Henry got really obsessed with Enter Sandman, which when I first heard that, I'm like, dude, heck yeah, rock on, let's go. And then he was asking for it every single day for a couple of weeks. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go. And then um, cue the SpongeBob card. Six months later. <laughs> I was getting so tired of it. I, 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 can, I, I have every single one of like the nuances of that performance memorized. So you're saying that if I played it through my phone right now, that you would be able to verbatim sing it back to the crowd. Please don't ruin it, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm riding this like beautiful Megadeth train right now, and I don't want to get off. Uh, I completely understand <laughs> that, man. But yeah, speaking of like not wanting to get off. Um, a train. You, not want to get off a train. What did you do last week? You, you, you did it. You did. You, so I, I, I may to, or may not. To quote, to quote um, the, ba- the basic white girls. You may, you may or may not have done a thing. Done a thing. I may, I may or may not have a uh, uh, traded and acquired a new whip, mm. and that whip was a truck. So, and that truck was his love. And that truck, uh, yes, it is. That truck was <laughs> and now is my love, and it is a 2022 Ridgeline. 2022. How ha- many miles? Honda Ridgeline. It has well exactly 400 now, but at the time of purchasing it last week, zero. Zero so millas. Yes, my first zero mile, brand new car straight from the dealership. That's um, what's up. And I only had the WRX for like 
Six months? Barely. Not even six. I think it's, it's six like five, months, five wow. and a half months. Yeah, man. How many miles did you put in that bad boy? I put six thousand. Six K? Okay. Yeah, okay. so it went from six thousand twenty to uh twelve thousand five hundred and ninety eight. Mm. So I don't know why I remember those exact numbers, but it, it, I just man, I wanted a connection with that car. I'm a car guy. I wanted the connection, I wanted to work mm-hmm. on it, but I had but the only thing I could work on was the looking at the freaking warranty. And that's the only thing my eyes could feast upon. I opened up the engine bay, it's all plastic. I can't mod it, I can't tune it. Because I, like, because on a brand new engine it's very obvious when you mod something. Uh-huh. Yeah, and anytime you, you plug in anything to the ECU, it logs that. Even if you refresh Oh really? Even if you refresh the ECU, um it logs the refresh. Oh so, gosh. Yeah, so the dealership has ways to and and they have instruments to be able to look at your car and be like, okay, so we know you did this. And now we're gonna give you so much less for your car. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. And they're not they're actually not sorry at all. Do you, feel like, do you feel like the dealership gave you a pretty fair trade in value? Yeah, yeah. I I, I got around. Uh, I actually got no. I got the same amount that I paid for it. Oh. Yeah, but with like some, I I squeezed the life out of that dealership to get that though. I I, I I took like seven. No, I took eight hours one in in one day to go through that entire process just to get my money. You said eight up, hours you at said, the dealership. I'm get mine. Oh yeah, they they started off with like six grand less than I paid for. It. Like oh yeah, well it's a manual, so it's gonna be hard to sell. No, screw off with that. They had like no, four. My no, 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 no. They were they were, I was trying. To, no, no, no. So I, I I immediately said, all right, well I'm I'm out of here, guys. They're like, all right, well hold on. They really tried Take, to tell you that the WRX, which is a fun car and even more fun to drive with the manual, was gonna be a hard sell. Get out of here! And, and, and how do you know it's a? And it's how do you know it's a fun car? By the way, have you have you driven one? I have driven one. Oh, when 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 might that have been? Okay, so uh, a few a few months ago, Kyle and his um his his wife Erica at, at that time fiance, you know they, they they he told me hey you know I'm I'm gonna go to San Francisco for a trip, and uh, I was like okay cool um have fun with your with your WRX. And Kyle was like, no, we're going to take the Honda. And I jokingly, I jokingly said, bro, let me, let me, uh, I'll, I'll take care of that WRX for you. I'll keep it safe. And you, I was, you did say those exact words. You're good at remembering verbatim words like that. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know how why. you, I don't know how you This big head's got a big brain. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's certainly very big. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, uh, uh, this, this is a valuable brain. It's an asset. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I mean, as if, if the government was going to take anything, it would be my brain. And like, next thing you know, they'll take my thoughts away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they tried to. They tried to in the Marine Corps. Yeah, they tried. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> People were like, what, what is he talking about? <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so I was joking, but Kyle was like, yeah, I'll, I'll swing by tomorrow with the keys. And uh, yeah, that JRX was, was mine for the taking that entire week. It was. It was like four days, three nights. Uh, we were, we went to California. We went to San Diego, the Redwoods, um, Santa Cruz. We were at, with the shirt I'm actually wearing right now is Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz. The, the 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 most uh, yeah the, the generic Santa Cruz you know black and yellow skateboarding shirt. Yeah, I had I had to get it one. Looks, had, it looks good on you, bro. Thank you. I had to get one. I had to get one. That, that was my memento right there from that from that exact moment. Those beaches really need to get cleaned up. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, I cannot stop thinking about how disgusting the Santa Cruz's beaches were, man. There were I, I took a video because it was the most peaceful sounding beach I've ever heard. Right. But, but it was by far the most disgusting beach I've ever had the the pleasure to walk. So on. there's like a trade off you have to do. It's like, do you want a pristine, beautiful looking beach? With no one in it, aka the Oregon coast, oh, they- <laughs> or 
Or do you with, want with freezing waters that no one wants to get into? I don't. I, I don't think I've ever submerged my body once in the Oregon coast. It's it's too stinking cold, even in the middle. Actually, you're right. Probably when we were kids, we we may have played around and just jumped in for fun because we're crazy and insane. We, like that. we definitely dolphin dove off the the Pacific City Dune. Oh, that was fun. That was so much fun back when everybody was dolphin diving on Call of Duty. <laughs> um, but yeah, but either you have a beautiful beach that nobody wants to go in, or you have a beach in california that everybody wants to go in yeah the beach life in socal is always lit mm-hmm. and that's what i miss about california yeah amongst other things amongst other things of course but I, I don't miss the was it the the epa the the car restrictions that's going on right now oh my gosh yeah uh, so oh, I, I won't get into that but without getting too deep into politics as i as i kind of dip my toes in there your pinky so, um, from my understanding, I could be, I, I'm open to the idea that I might be wrong. Okay. Um, I, I believe California's governor wants there to uh, not basically wants. Oh, it's by uh, by 2028. There will be no no more non non electric oh. vehicles being sold. Actually, let me verify that. Here at Boffcast, we, we're we're concerned with the truth. <laughs> so <laughs> take it very seriously. Yeah, California. That sounds really early to me because I I, I swear it was going to be sometime in 2030 ish. Okay. Yeah. Whoever whoever was telling me about the about that was full of, full of junk. It's not 2028. I apologize, guys. It's 2035. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. Okay. So that's, uh, what is that? That's uh, 13 years from now? 12 and a half years from now? Yeah. And without getting too heavily into politics, again, I just did just, just, my pinky toe in there. I, I, we, we love our Californians. We really do. But I'm a former Californian. Uh, yeah. So you're saying that you were one of the people that blew up the housing market up here. And now Eric and I can't get a house. I didn't blow up the housing market. Corporations blew up the housing market. Uh, okay, Black, well, I need someone well, to blame. I, Black, I can't touch the corporations. I can I, touch you. Do I look like I work for BlackRock? No. I look like I work for, I look like I work for BlackRock Coffee Company, not not, <laughs> not BlackRock. Uh, whatever financial. Oh, Omega or Corporation that nobody BlackRock, knows about. Omega and Alpha Cheese Corporation. <laughs> Carrots and cheese. Your your mom told me about that. Well, you changed Henry's diaper. The carrots and cheese story or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your dad. Yeah. So my my. my my dad and, and Henry were just hanging out, and uh, my dad was like doing these like little like uh, hand puppets. Yeah. And I guess for for whatever reason, my dad had had this idea to have the hand puppets fight. One was one was uh, lobbying for carrots, while the other one was representing the cheese gang. So they would go back and forth like carrots, cheese, <laughs> carrots, cheese. And so if you if if you ever hanging out with me guys and and you hear. Henry yell carrots. If you yell cheese, it will make his day. Oh yeah, it's it's the best. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad to know that. That's awesome. Your mom said that you're going to write a story or something like that. And I was like, yeah, you can totally get it published. At, uh, I am. Yeah, news, this news to me. I know. Like, she just brought it up like it was like a, a normal thing that was just going to happen. I don't know. Hey, maybe I could. You know, um, <laughs> it's it's funny. I don't think I've told you this yet, um, but you, you might have noticed from just like seeing like how I changed my name on Twitter from. Uh, Joshua Jimenez to like see Joshua Jimenez. You did that? Yeah, so like. I didn't, oh, I did. Man, I missed a good meme. Uh, when did you. Well, now you, you have it now. Why did you change it? Um, just, I, I noticed like a lot of like. <laughs> you get cringe. And I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. A lot of like my favorite like reformed authors who. Th- there's like a lot of them. Does it mean Captain? No. Cranky. Cranky. Cool. Cool. <laughs> no, 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 no. A, a lot of them like they go by their middle names just, just like I do. Yeah, and um, on, on their their uh, on their books, th- they'll have like their first name abbreviated. I would, bro, 
first name, hold, abbrevi- hold, hold first name abbreviated, then then the middle name, last name, and that's that's that's. I, I go by Josh, but I still wanted to recognize that like, Carlos is my first name. So on Twitter, I'm C Joshua Jimenez. It would be such a, a an overwhelmingly painstaking effort to tell everyone that I'm going by Spencer. But it'd be cool. But have you gone by Spencer? Never in my entire life. Have I even thought of that? My parents are so traditional that they that that thought has never even been something that is even possible in my mind. Do you feel like you could go by Spencer? No, probably not. <laughs> Say whatever you want, Spencer. Yeah, see, it doesn't roll. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> hey, I'm saying with you, my buddy. You, I, I probably cringed harder at that than I did hearing that you go by C Joshua. Okay, I don't. I don't actually say, "Hey, what's up, guys? I'm C Joshua Menace." <laughs> Just if I. No. Every YouTuber intro ever. No, if I if I ever if I ever if I ever like pen any works, that, that's that's will it'll be under the okay. moniker of C Joshua Menace. Okay. Will I ever pen any works? Probably not. But, but if you do. Like if I go back to college, yeah. I, uh, I'll, I'll put on my, 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 my little my little header. See, see Joshua Menace. Um, put type everything in twenty font and triple space. <laughs> oh, you'll get your twenty <laughs> pages. Triple space. You'll get your twenty uh, pages. I could, I could write a novel in between those spaces. All right, so we were we were talking about the Dibberx and the Ridgeline. Uh, I, I I really want to talk about the cars today, and my main goal was to kind of see what what was your favorite car? Because I, I can definitely I... obviously I'm going to name mine, but because I'm, I'm feel like I'm a, I'm a bit more of a car guy. Just because I, I I just I love it so much. Sure. Uh, but let's start off with you. Okay. So, so you want? Know I'll, I'll, I'll call you a car guy. Yeah. I'll call myself a car enthusiast. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I'm a car I, enthusiast. I, you're you're a uh, uh, amateur driver. <laughs> you just passed driving school, did you not? For my commercial driver's <laughs> license, yes. <laughs> I was right. I called it. So I guess maybe I'm a semi truck enthusiast. <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> No, um, I, I love fast cars. By the way, which I'm trying to get my CDL too. Carlos has inspired me. I don't know if I brought that up yet. Oh, we putting it out there? I think I might. Bro, I've, I've already Let's put, put it out. You know what? Hold on. I've already put in too much time, dude. I, I am in. I'm all in. Both. I'm, I'm diving in. I, I literally, I want the CDL so bad. I, I don't want the CDL so bad. I want a job that pays well so bad. That's really at the bottom of, at the bottom of it all. Why, do, why am I really doing this? Mm-hmm. I'm already driving for a living. I might as well drive and make more for a you living. Might, you might as well supercharge that Ridgeline. I might. Oh <laughs> my god! I might as well just get a, a, a your truck if I want to do that and, and supercharge that instead. Um, I, anyway, I, I want to get the CDL because you've already done it right, and you know the ins and outs, the pros, the cons. You're still. You've been doing it for what over four years now? Three years. Um. You've been in the business for four years. Business You've business only been doing like it for four, two. Four or five years. I've been driving uh, with a CDL for uh, two years. For two years. Okay, so you have a lot of experience in, <laughs> in, in driving a semi and, and uh, driving stick shift, which is why I was, I was so comfortable with lending you my WRX for like five days or four days. It was super fun. I, I really enjoyed having ease of mind, right? Giving you the car, knowing that you drive sure. stick. Because yeah. I don't know anybody else to drive stick. I mean, besides Shane does drive stick. Nathan, he's... Uh, so, you know, yeah. it, it was it was super cool being able to loan my car for uh, th- that amount of time and just have that ease of mind. I would trust you. I would trust you with my truck. Thank you. But you have a truck. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's the problem now. Yeah, now I have a truck. Um, so yeah, my my favorite vehicle. Um, I'm a bit biased, but I'd say the the truck I have right now, the 2015 uh, F150, mm-hmm. the 50 V8. Um, I just it does I, sound amazing, dude. I I love the way that thing sounds. You put you, you put it in sport mode. You know, we we 
I was going to say muffler delete, but we didn't muffler, muffler delete it. We well, we got rid of the factory muffler and put on a... Uh, a Magnaflow? I think a Magnaflow. Or Flowmaster. is one of those two. I don't Flowmaster. That's not... It is a Flowmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, thing sounds like a dream when you send it. Of course, it like chugs gas like a dream too, but... <laughs> <laughs> Your gas mileage is pretty much a dream. But yeah... Um, Let's let's take this opportunity to go go down memory lane and and, and reminisce Please. reminisce of of the cars we've had. Okay, so <laughs> this is fun. This will show how how much I progressed as a driver. Um, so the first car I ever drove was um, my, my dad's Toyota Corolla. It was a, it was like a nineteen ninety eight Toyota Toyota Corolla. It had like almost five hundred thousand miles on it. It was still going strong. Um, and I remember I was working with my dad one day. And uh, I was trying to practice my backing maneuvers, and I don't know how I managed to not see a flatbed semi truck trailer, but I backed into that flatbed semi truck trailer. Oh, you never told me that. Told, totally, you... totally blew out the windshield. <laughs> oh my goodness, that thing's huge. How do you not see that? I have to let me ask you that. I know you already asked yourself I was that, but being dumb, I'm sure my dad would ask the same question if he as he thinks about that. Windshields aren't cheap. <laughs> yeah, just like. Get out and look. Yeah, well, that's what I do for a living now. So, <laughs> I, right, I'm a professional get out and looker. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I had I had the the Corolla, which served served me well. Uh, then I, then I my my first experience driving a stick shift was a uh, 1988 Toyota 4Runner, and uh, 4Runners are, are great. Oh, so much fun! Those, I, so those two cars, I never even knew that you were able to drive. Yeah, I'd, your dad has a lot of cars already. I, I should have known that you would have had a plethora to choose from. That's right. That's right. Uh, so yeah, I, I drove that around for a bit, and then um, after that, oh yeah. So, so what what age were you when you drove these? Um, I was probably eighteen, eighteen, nineteen. Um, and then <laughs> oh, this is great. So um, my my let me preface this. I, I was. I was fortunate to ha- have a dad who would buy a bunch of different cars and let me drive them around. They were, they were never nice cars, but they were cars and they were available, <laughs> right? So I remember just like absolutely loving this 1998 uh, 4Runner. And as you can imagine, like if you're like 18 or 19 years old, it was a, it was a gray 1988 4Runner. Um, 88 or 98? 88. 88? Yeah, 1988. Had the cassette deck. Yeah. But it was fun. Like, imagine being 19 and driving that, Oh, that dude. thing looks amazing. Oh, I've seen these around everywhere. Oh, yeah. they're, they're fun as heck. Yeah, and it was manual, and dude, it was, it was wow. great. I had so much fun with it. So Off-roading? I, I, no, I never did off-roading. Probably too uh, old off-road. But any, yeah, it was an old, old, uh, old little thing. But they, look, I mem- they look amazing. Yeah, but wow. it, re- remind, remember, this was my dad's, so he could do it whatever he pleased. So I remember going to, uh, going to youth camp with Landmark. And then coming back, only to hear that like my dad sold the thing. Oh, and so, so so both of our families have sold our cars now. And so here, so I, I was left without a car, and um, my, my my dad was like, "Oh, uh, you can just drive the, <laughs> you can just drive the." Oh, I, I'm trying to remember what year. I want to say 2003 or 2004. Uh, Ford E350 EcoLine van. It was a brown. It was a brown van. It had like the had like, like the economy line. Yeah, it, it, had, it had like like when you opened it, it had like like the cool like 
runway lights in the ceiling. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait. I remember that. Yeah. We went on, on a couple, like, small road trips yeah, that and that thing. Yeah, and it, it, it had, like, the, the, the plush seats. It was a great, great, uh, great van for camping, but also made you look like, like a like a sex offender. <laughs> and so, I can never place what it made me feel like, but it wasn't clean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, so crazy. Like it, it, it's also a V8 and it's also like a gas chugger. So it was like a right. miracle. Like I, I wasn't making a lot of money. So it's a miracle that I was able to like, get around with that thing. Um, with, with that van, dude, I, I just remember that when you got the lights working, because originally, I don't think they were working at one point. Because then you, okay, you, yeah. you, you told me you were bragging to me. Like, bro, we got the lights working. I was like, what lights? And you open the door, <laughs> the lights! So there's like two lines of lights on the ceiling. They do look cool, though. And they do, yeah. And there was a lot of seats. And it was just... Uh, was it that red... It wasn't like a red uh, carpet on uh, on the floor, was it? It just... It wasn't the normal color. I don't remember. But like... They had a lot of cup holders. And, it was, and you had a lot of that uh, plastic... That plastic wood, that laminated plastic wood, yeah. everywhere to make it look super fancy. And he had a lot of cup holders, and it, it rolled really nice. It was a really smooth you have, ride. You have a lot of guests in it, and th- that's about it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, like, like. Why did he have that, man? So he I, a four-person family. So, so at, at the time, at the time, I was a, I was like a small group leader at at the church, and um, I had this. We called him a connect group of like, um, like eight or ten like youth group aged boys and like i would take them out on like trips and stuff and i could it probably looked weird like having some dude my age going like a show about like the waterfront with this beat up looking van and having a bunch <laughs> of young dudes coming out um but that was when pokemon go c- came out remember that game yes it was so I, much fun i tried getting an account um too late i didn't i didn't like pre-make my account so i had to wait for the first 48 hours to play because Oh. Uh, the servers were so overloaded and oh people making gosh, accounts yeah. at, the, at the last minute like I did because I didn't really care. But then I realized that every single one of my friends was playing Pokemon Go at the skate park mm. at 9 o'clock at night. And I was like, okay, we got to go do this. So me, JJ, Juice, Nathan, we all went down there to the skate park. Yeah. I don't know if you were part of that. I don't think you were. No, I wasn't cool enough. No, you definitely weren't. I mean, I was still- even now, I, it's debatable. But I mean... So Pokemon Go, well, I, I did. apparently I wasn't cool enough to play it. Yeah. So, in that respect, that's, you know... We're just coordinating each little, other. Little, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. So, yeah, it was just unfortunate. I, d- I didn't even like playing it, dude. Because I, I, I never got into freaking Pokemon, because guess why? Go listen, to, <laughs> go listen to episode one. Go freaking listen to episode one, you'll see why. He's clearly moved on. Um, <laughs> but, but anyways, no, it's funny. I look back on like my time driving that, that um, sex offender-looking van... And it's no wonder I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. <laughs> Who's going to date a guy who, like, driving a beat-up van like that? Your passion was the Connect group. That's all that mattered. Real, oh, I, had one, well, I had one, too, for a while, remember? Yeah. I, I had a serious Connect group for, like, a year. That was probably the most leadership I had ever experienced at that point. Yeah. And they, they listened to me. It was cool. People, the, the kids actually respected me, and they listened to what I had to say. I, I, st- I still... I, I still maintain a good friendship with a good amount of those boys, and it's it's cool. I, I, or they're men now; they're they're they married, they married with kids. Yeah, some homeowners now. It's just it's 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 really cool to watch like dudes that you uh, you mentored and like they're successful now. And they're, you want you want you want to claim you want to claim part of that success. You want to say, oh, I'm, I'm the reason they're successful, but we know we know it's true. <laughs> we, obviously, <laughs> we, we, we want to claim their success at working for Taco Bell and giving us tacos. So speaking of things that 
are not successful. Uh, so after the EcoLine van, <laughs> I had this. Uh, I had this blue. Um, wasn't even a Dodge Neon. It was a Plymouth Neon, which is like an offshoot brand of Dodge. And uh, I gotta look this up. What, what was it? P- it was Plymouth Neon. P L Y M O U. Two thousand one Plymouth Neon. Yeah. I want to. Oh, that's not bad. JJ, yo, JJ used to have the same car, but yellow in the spoiler. Oh, do you think you think that's not bad? Zero to sixty. The zero to sixty in that bad boy is like seven point eight to eight point six seconds. <laughs> yeah, this, it's trying, man. Yeah, that. that it's got like four point four out of five on Edmonds and three point one out of five on Cars dot com. It's probably closer to that three point one. <laughs> you got that. You got that four stroke. You know, it was. Uh-huh. It was. Uh, it was. I'm sure it wasn't that great, bro. It was embarrassingly bad. Yeah, and you won. You you thought you were getting out of the. Uh, the, the deep water with that Econoline moving into the uh, uh, the neon. The yeah. And it turns out you just stayed under the whole time, the whole time. until the next car of the so, one that I might know of. So after the neon, uh, no, I had that one for a while. Like, that, was, that was like our Marine Corps days, the neon. Bro, what about that? That must have been the Corolla then that I knew about, that we drove around with you, me, Nathan uh, back in the day. It might have been that. I feel like it may have been the Corolla because that was the main car that I remember because it was debadged on the back. I was like, what, what the heck car is this? This is before I was so a car guy. So I remember, uh, actually, I had one of the worst drives of my life with that Corolla. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you about it. So um, <laughs> me, it, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. So it was me, uh, Nate, Nathan, and Paps. Uh, we, we, went to go, we, went, we drove to Seattle to go see for today. Oh, wow. Did, did you come with me? No, no you I didn't. didn't. I've never seen Dude, Four Today. It was like the cra- Dude, it was the craziest lineup. It was Four Today, Impending Doom, Texas in July, Sleeping Giant, um, wow. and, and some, uh, some, some other band. Holy moly. It's an absolute monster of a lineup. And I, I, Impending I, Doom and Four Today. I forever regret the fact that I didn't get into Impending Doom until after that show. Because like, dude, if I if I was familiar with those songs, I would have I would have gone crazy in that pit. So you're saying that? You, wait, so you? Uh, oh, wait, you weren't? You're saying you're not into impending doom at that time? You weren't at that time. I wasn't into them yet. I'm, wow. I'm super into them now. Well, oh, I, I, for some reason, I thought you you were implying that you missed that that kind of like we missed uh, uh, the first band those at the, at the Megadeth concert. Oh, but you, but you saw you saw all four bands there. Yeah, I, I saw them, and I, I saw impending doom, and I was like, oh, this, this is heavy stuff. But after, I didn't listen to them until after after the fact. I figured you were implying that you may have missed that because oh, Paps no. has also made me miss one of the greatest bands in my history of, of, of all time okay, in history. Okay. So uh, let, let's, let, oh. let, let's shelve that, and I want you to, to dig right into that after, after this, okay? Okay. Okay, okay so, you know, it, it, was, it was a Sunday show in Seattle, and so we were already pretty tired because, you know, Sunday, like, regardless of the kind of person you are, if you're introverted, extroverted, when you're around that many people, it, it, it can be a little exhausting. So, you know, I was, I was already pre-exhausted from that. You're pre-exhausted from the traffic. And then exhausted from the traffic going up to Seattle. Um, we actually, we, we got there before the show because Maddie Montgomery was like, was like preaching at this like small church building. I was like the distance from like you and, you and I. That's how close I was to Maddie Montgomery. Oh, that's amazing. It was nuts, man. How tall is he? Um, he's taller than me for sure. Wow. Dude's uh, a, a, a unit. Dude, he is he's a pretty ab- big guy now. Oh, he's fat now, dude. Oh, he's so fat. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, if you're listening to this, I just want to tell you in love, you are fat. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, he's gained them pounds. It's okay though. I'm fat too. 
And, and you know what that means? It means you, you got you got a you more got than a, love, brother. You got a beautiful wife who loves you. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's what it's about. <laughs> Maddie Montgomery height. He is. I'm guessing like what six six two, six one. Um, uh, there's no information, so I'm just going to say he's seven two for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. No, he's probably like six so six four six five. Wow. I'd say, no. but um. Anyway, so you know, it was, it was it was a killer show. Um, Texas and one of the guys from Texas in July like came up to me and like sold me a CD because I guess they were trying to like eat. <laughs> yeah, they, they have to do that. But anyway, so uh, you know, the show was over at, at eleven, and like we were all pretty exhausted. And I was I was I looked at, looked at my buddy Paps. It's like Paps, dude. And, like I'm so freaking tired. Like the only way I'm gonna be able to survive this drive is if you stay up with me. Like I, I need you know I need you to stay awake you know engage in conversation with me, and Paps is like oh dude I I got you man <laughs> I'll stay up with you bro, and I'm like sweet dude thanks man I'll, I'll it'll, it'll be fun I'll, I'll pop in this new Texas in July CD we'll, we'll jam out it'll be fun right not even like 20 minutes into the drive he him and Nathan are both just knocked out in the back, and I'm like dude you got to be kidding me and on top of that I swear. Seattle had like probably like the worst storm they've had in a long time. Like it was, it was pouring rain. Like you couldn't see the street. Oh my god! All kinds of wind, thunder. Wow. My car was hydroplaning the entire drive, and I, I had no experience with hydroplaning before, so I didn't know. I didn't know like what you're supposed to do, and so I'm freaking out the entire time. I must have called on the name of Jesus like 300 <laughs> times. Like that was probably the best my prayer life has ever been. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> and like, I think I, I I finally dropped off Nathan and and uh, and Paps. I think I got home at like one o'clock that morning. But it was it must, it must have been later than that because it takes like three and a half hours to get back from Seattle. So probably like two. And oh wow, you drove fast. Yeah. Whew. But dude, like that, really that was that, that was the most exhausted I've ever been in the drive ever. Period. And it was the worst drive. So that's that's how Paps ruined that show for me. Tell me how you ruined. <laughs> I actually have a more relative experience to share, and okay, then okay. I'll share the Paps experience. Share it. We were calling this episode the Paps experience. The, 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 yeah, boom! <laughs> the Write it Paps. down. Write it down. We always forget down. the names to these there are the titles of these podcasts, okay, and it I'm pisses right. both of us off. Right, I know it. I, I know. You, I know it, it pisses you off. Episode thirteen. Wow. Yeah, man. We're already at thirteen. L- the lucky number thirteen. Lucky thirteen. But okay, t- so, t- tell me about your your Paps experience. So sleep was in Seattle. Here we were. So. It was 2016. Oh, that's not that long ago. Christian, Nathan, and I were living together, and Clinton was too. What's up? Shout out Clinton. Shout out, shout out to Clinton. Yeah, because we used it. We actually stole his car. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So Yeah, sorry, bro. So straight up, we stole his car, but for good reason. Christian needed to get back to, to, east, to the East Coast, to West Point, because yep. his holidays were done. I don't remember what, what time of the, the seasons this was, but he needed to get back. It was a holiday. It's probably a holiday. Well, no, he was living there, but he needed to go back. And this was like, this was the last day before he needed uh, living with us before he needed to go back. That's why Clinton was living there. So yeah. Clinton was moving in. He was moving out, and we're, I, I was wanting to do him a favor. I was like, Christian, you gotta drive to Portland, right, just to go to Seattle. I'll just drive you to Seattle, bro. Oh my it's gosh, I, I distinctly remember this. Yeah. But but I left my. So we it was it was kind of a a really fun day, right? So mm-hmm. I had my Saturn. I left the lights on all night. The battery was dead. So <laughs> I was like, man, I can't take my car. I wonder whose car's here and uh, who's not here at the time. And, and I guess Nathan knew where the spare key was for his, his, his toaster. Nathan, you sneaky snake. 
we asked him and he said no and then we took the key anyway oh my gosh yeah we, we, we took the key we, like, we gotta get him there we gotta go and in reality uh, it would have been fine well, yeah, because he was still late for his flight. He missed his flight anyway. Oh, my gosh. So we, drove, we, 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 we stayed up all night. Right, no sleep. We stayed up all night. We're like, oh, no worries, man. We'll see you later. Like, and then in the middle of the night at like 1130, I was like, wait, I could save you a flight. And just, you, just, you could just pay me in gas, which he never paid me, by the way, ever. I keep dumpstering him because he never paid me for that <laughs> freaking however long, that uh, how many miles it was to, to get there and back. He never paid me. How, how much do you think it was? I don't know, probably like ninety to hundred bucks in gas. But now you got to retrograde grade that price for today's gas. Yeah, prices. probably about five hundred thousand dollars in gas. No, <laughs> 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 that, that's uh, what is this? A Ken, what is this? A Kenneth Copeland flight? Th- this is uh, that. That's called man. <laughs> uh, what, 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 interest. Thank you. I couldn't interest. think of the word interest. Pinterest. Pinterest. So we went all the way up there. Um, I dropped him off. I was like, man, let's go check out uh, Seattle, Nathan. So we did. Yeah. Just, just for like, I don't know, half an hour. Because we had work the next day. That's why I said it was okay to go drive him up there because we didn't have work the next day. But now it was the next day, and then we had work the next day. The next day. So we drove all the way back, um, and it was horrible because that, that was an all-nighter for me. Oh. And Nathan, of course, <laughs> again, just like you said, he fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan fell asleep on the way back from Seattle. And he left me to fend for myself, and I had to get a five-hour energy. And I, I don't like buying five-hour energies. They because, taste disgusting. Well, they, they, they taste great, but I don't know. Hit us up if you want to sponsor us five-hour. We, we, we actually, <laughs> yeah, I would love a sponsor for five-hour energy. That'd be, that'd be super cool. That'd be sick. Uh, but so we drove all the way back. I took a five-hour energy and barely made it. I, ba- I barely made it to the house. We passed out at the apartment. So. Wow. Just, yeah, so that was experience number one. Experience number two was even earlier than that. This was around 2012. Mm-hmm. This was right after high school, and I had the biggest oper- – well, it wasn't after high school. This was during high school. This was 2010. I remember this. Was this. T- this was 2010. Mm-hmm. This was at the peak of my obsession over Dream Theater. This is a progressive metal band. I won't go any further than that because I, I could go for a whole podcast on this he, he He could talk for hours about his, his joys me- being a mentor to John Petrucci. <laughs> I am – yeah, I, I'm, I'm John Petrucci's mentor, and he's actually – I'm the reason that he made the whiskey, okay? Both, both of them. <laughs> you said, hey, Johnny, this is a great <laughs> business venture. <laughs> come on, Johnny, let's go. Juan, come on. So I had an opportunity to see them. I was still living with my parents. I was like a junior or a sophomore. I was super young. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was at probably the Richfield uh, Amphitheater. Yeah. And I had – so – I told my parents, I was like, hey, I need you guys to front the money. Please, this is the most, my most favorite band of all time. This needs to happen. How much was the concert? Can't remember. It doesn't matter. They were going to front the money. They were going to do it. But I had to have someone come with me because I was still pretty young. I was like 16 or maybe even 15. This is why we should have been friends, dude. I would have totally gone. Oh, man. I didn't, even, I didn't even know oh, you my. back in the day. We didn't know. No. Oh, I didn't know. We didn't even know. So I don't remember the scenario, but I'll just say that uh, I asked Paps. He's, he's like, yes, let's do it. Let's go. Um, and then he ran into this um, fork in the road where his parents said, hey, you can either choose uh, this or you can go see the concert. And he, he told me about his scenario. I don't remember what it was. It's way too long ago. It was over like 13, 14 years bir- ago. Was it like a birthday party? It might have been a birthday. That's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. For himself. <laughs> I think <laughs> so. I think it may have been a, his like, own birthday party or a birthday party for his cousin or something like that. And you can pretty much guess as to the tone of my voice what he chose. I was hurt on a personal level. I yeah. was, he, he took that away from me um, at that time, and I never got to see him again. 
Uh, of course, I never really looked out for Dream Theater after that because my, my peak interest died, and I, I found a, a lot of great other bands in that same genre after that. Mm-hmm. But but we're gonna see them next time. Oh, well, but absolutely, yeah. They're still touring. They're still doing. They're they're very social media uh, presence. They're always doing tours. Or they're releasing great music still. Um, my my interest in them isn't as popular, but I mean, I could say the same thing about Megadeth. But we still got down. We still saw them. We still saw them. We ex- we didn't see them. We experienced Megadeth. We experienced Megadeth. Yeah. So, so uh, Dream Theater has a show in August thirty first at Tokyo Marine Hall in Sao Paulo, Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> you had me in the first half. <laughs> That's totally feasible, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now we'd love love to see to see them sometime. Yeah, absolutely, man. John Petrucci, Johnny Mayong. Uh, John Mayong, man. I, oh man, such an underrated bassist, and I, I keep forgetting about him. He's, He's so- a freaking legend. Oh, they're. So pretty much for anyone that doesn't know, these guys are a super band. They are comprised of some of the most talented players in each of their fields. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. If you get a chance, uh, look up uh, Dream Theater, In the Name of God, Solo, and Mm -hmm. it will just melt your brain. Yeah, yeah. John Patricia also has like a solo project called The Liquid Tension Experiment, and I learned a couple of those songs, and man, were they difficult. Oh, or, or, or look up Under a Glass Moon Solo by John Patrucci. And that's also in Dream Theater. He, that he, that's the very first solo I ever learned from them. Really? And you learned a solo from them? Wow. Man, it was, it's, uh, you're, you're so impressionable when you're younger, man. Like, if I heard that nowadays, so, it, it wouldn't hit me as hard. I'd be like, wow, that's an amazing solo. But no, I obsessed Your over face that solo. was melted. I, I would constantly have goosebumps. I would think about it all day at school. I'd be like, man, this is a solo. I have to learn this part and this part and this part. Do you remember... Your first time listening to Holy Wars. Oh, here's the thing: it was mixed amongst the whole album. I obs- okay. I obsessed over that whole album for like three months straight. I, I'm, I, just, I'm, I'm see you, what you what you went through then. I'm going through now. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm. Exp- yeah, Holy Wars is absolutely insane. Uh, and all the all the songs on that album are, are actually just just immaculate. They're so good. It's so crazy. Like it just like smacks you in the face because you you have first you have Holy Wars. Then, then you have Hangar 18 right after that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy Wars. Bam. Hangar 18. Bam. Take No Prisoners. Mm-hmm. Bam. And you, what, what, what do you got? Like Five Magics. Five Magics and a couple other oh, songs. The five, oh, man. Nice job. Yeah. Nice job. You're yeah. right. Then you got a couple, couple Holy more. Holy Wars. Hangar 18. Take No Prisoners, which you love. I love that I actually song. haven't heard that one in a very long time. I can Listen remember to how. the unremastered version. It's killer. Uh, Tornado of Souls is on there. Mm-hmm. Poison was the cure. Rust in peace. Uh, Dawn patrol. Holy wars. Take no prisoners. Demo. Yeah, man. Oh, so technically, there's like ten songs on there. Take, take, Holy wars. Hangar eighteen. Tornado of souls. All dude. on one album. All straight bangers, dude. Oh. Um, Hold on. I actually. So. So. All right. Go, we, go we, for we, it. Go we've for talked it. about music so so many times. I do want to hear about your cars. Mm. Your cars are really like my main focal point because I I've actually legitimately wanted to know what cars. Okay. Yeah. 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 Driven. So. So a- after after the neon, um, that, that's that's when I got the I got, I got the first the first F one fifty. Remember that, that silver one? I yeah. call I called it Mattis. I don't remember the truck. I remember the broken bumper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no this this is a funny story about the broken bumper. <laughs> so um, we had put a backup camera. <laughs> We put a backup camera in the truck, right? And we we were at camp, and you know, and and you know, I, I think I was, I was like flexing the truck, and 
you seriously use the backup yeah. camera and, and, and I was like, check this out. I, I, I got a backup camera in this thing. <laughs> and I, I backed up into the stairs of, of, of the main building of camp. And that's how I got that messed up bumper. You've never told me why, how you got that <laughs> that dent. I kept on giving you crap for it. It's an embarrassing story, I dude. know. I cannot believe you've held that from me from so, for so long. Well, now you know. Yeah. Now I know. <laughs> now you do. Oh, my God. Yes, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't believe that you actually had the confidence to go out and get your CDL after that kind of a blunder. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so after you know, I, you know, of course, you know, I had two huge blunders backing up. I decided, you know what, I should just back up for a living and got my CDO. <laughs> um, you know what's crazy is like, so I, I, I with that silver F one fifty, I was driving down five hundred and getting ready to turn right where that Seven uh, Eleven is at, and somebody actually like hit like hit me uh, from the side on, on, on the passenger side. No way! I got like a, like a small bump in my door. And so you know, you, you, know you, you're, you do what you're supposed to do. You call the pl- the police, and they, they come and make a report. And uh, and and the cop was like super confused because I was you know I was explaining everything that happened and how she hit me from the side. He's like, "Wait, she hit you from the side? I, are you sure she didn't hit you from behind? Because <laughs> my bumper was like that jacked up. <laughs> oh my god! He had written the report as if I got hit by hit from behind. You you probably could have gotten more money that way. You know, I, I should have just dealt with the broken door and and got my bumper fixed. Yeah. Whatever. Um. So what happened with that with that with the police then? Um. He he, he found that party at fault, and then uh, they 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 fixed my door. Fantastic. But I should have cleaned the bumper too. But I'm too much of an honest person. Uh, no. I'm too much of an honest person, man. Well, I, I would just—you didn't say if that was a hit and run or not. Oh no, no, no! She definitely, the, the woman who hit me, she definitely stayed there, and her car definitely got more jacked up than my truck did. Ooh, it's one of the benefits of driving a, a tank. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Is I? Uh, oh man, I forgot. No, no, no. That, how did? How did she hit you from that side? So if you're turning into Seven Eleven, right? You, you're coming in off of Five Hundred, and you're taking yeah. a right. That means yeah. the inside of your car is next to the sidewalk. Yeah, so so you know you can also like you can also from Seven Eleven take a right. Yeah, but there there was a, like a big old semi truck. I think it was like a Budweiser semi truck was dropping off beers, mm-hmm. and so that that made that turn a blind Ooh. corner, so she didn't see. And she, it was the oh. morning, so she's in a rush and she just went for yeah. it. Yeah, gotcha. She saw me and didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Damn man. Um. So yeah, I had that F one fifty for a while. After the F one fifty, I bought um, I bought my sister's sedan from her. That that white Chevy sedan that I drive around now. Yeah. The, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and then kept, kept in the family. Yeah, kept in the family. Um, she sold it to me for for two two grand. How what? many miles? Um, at the time, I think she sold it to me and it had one hundred eighty thousand. Now it's got close to two hundred thousand. Still works. Two grand's good. It won't die. <laughs> good. You don't want it to. Yeah, so that's like that's like my 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 daily beater car, mm-hmm. um, and then so you I, have two on your insurance right now. Yeah, well, I got, I got really tired of driving that car, and I was like, you know what, dude, I should buy a truck, and uh, I, I wanted like a big old lifted like diesel truck, but big lifted diesel trucks are expensive. Yeah, and uh, long- you, see, you see how high the how high diesel jumped up during the whole inflation. Yeah, it's nuts. Dude. It went above uh, premium. So right now, if I wanted to buy. A 2005 F350 with the 6.0 uh, engine. Yeah. Um, the Power Stroke. Yeah, diesel for sale. Let's see how much it... Turbo Power Stroke. 
Yeah, for, for something that's like 184,000 miles, it's 18,000 bucks. No lift, no special thing. Oh, wow. It's eight, 18, 18 large for that. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think the prices are coming down, but I remember like when I was first interested, they were like 25 grand, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. But then, uh, long story short, um, uh, a work friend of mine uh, ended up selling me his, his uh, F-150, had 80,000 miles, still had, still had the warranty, and uh, he, he sold it to me for a good deal. For a good deal. And, um, I won't disclose that good deal. I know, I know, I know what that, that was. That, and then my, my neighbor sold me his, uh, his 30, 33-inch uh, mud terrains and uh, level kit. Nice. So I, I ended up getting the, 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 the lifted truck anyways. You, you did. You did. <laughs> the V8 lifted truck, and it looks great. It fits you. I love driving it around. I don't love filling it up. It's it's a pain in the butt to do. Yeah, yeah. Mostly because, uh, sorry, solely because how much it costs to fill up. Now we talk about my car journey. Let's 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 go through uh, the the history of of uh, of uh, the history of Kyle's cars. <laughs> this is not. This is not a simple I'll list. Take, of, I'm going to uh, take my own. This is not a little list of hogwash that Kyle's done of, of the past, but it's a chronicling of his rise. <laughs> to power! <laughs> You're editing that music in the background. Yes. All right. So I'll start off with the question. Were you ever, like, gifted a car? Like, what, 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 like your very first car, was it gifted to you? Or yes. did, did you okay, same, same here. Yep. Um, I was gifted... My first car that I could never drive because I didn't have my license by my now deceased grandma. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, grandma. Uh, rest in peace, grandma. Um, I wasn't close with her, but so maybe rip rest, grandma. Or, we weren't close. Rip grandma. We weren't close. Yeah. But you should so, still rest in peace. She might. Don't she, rust in peace, she, please. <laughs> I I don't want my truck to be rusting in peace. <laughs> so I started off with a Taurus, one of those tank Tauruses that you see, just the sedan Tauruses that weigh what like. What color was it? Silver. You never saw it because I never drove it. No, I never yeah. saw it. Yeah, my my parents thought it was too fast. Did you did did you sell that to Anthony or no? Was, was that no, somebody else? No, my parents just sold it to some. They've sold two of my cars without me knowing. <laughs> so my very first car they got from my uh, grandma. Rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, they sold it, so I didn't even get to drive it. They said it was too fast, and they sold it, even though it was a tank, and you could barely see out of the dang thing because the windows are just so small. Um, it is a tank, and it would have been fun to have. I didn't really like it, um, but I guess I should have been. I shouldn't have looked a gift horse in the mouth because they sold it. So yeah. from there, I bought a Honda Civic, a nineteen ninety nine Honda Civic with one hundred ninety thousand. That, that was what you with your uh, Marine Corps money. Yeah, I bought that with my Marine Corps money. Uh, I went halfsies with my parents, and then one day the transmission went out. I think going to your house. Really? Yeah, the transmission went out, and I either went to get groceries or go to your house, um, and I made it halfway there, and the transmission just stopped going into gear, and I was like, vroom, 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 I was like, ah, this is not good. Oh, jeez. So I kept on putting it into park, putting it into drive, and eventually I just had to, uh, I didn't sell it, I'm sorry, this is the second car my parents sold. Oh, <laughs> um, man. But this was more reasonable, because the transmission was pretty much the cost of the car at that point. Sure. So while I was at Drill, with you, our first or second year in... Uh, yeah. into the 6th ESB. Um, best time of our life. Best time of our life. <laughs> uh, they sold it on the last day I drilled, and then I came back, and then I didn't have a car. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, there was, like, razors in the uh, engine bay, by the way, when I first got the car. Like, what? There was some, well, the thing is, there were some druggies that originally had the car. They were snoring coke off the yeah, driveline, weren't they? What, bro, I don't know what they were doing. They were injecting fuel into their nostrils is probably what was happening. <laughs> so they sold the car, and 
you know, no big deal. I, I was pissed about. I, remember, I, I think you probably remembered. Uh, you were very mad about losing the car because you paid for that car. I, that was- yeah, I, I did pay for that car, and they just sold it, and then they, they they gave me half of what I paid, and I was like, all right, thanks, guys. Um, and then after that, <laughs> um, I got a Saturn. I think it was an L two hundred. It was another sedan, a, a, a gold like a like a odd gold color. It was really ugly and uh, just. It was a good car. It was a really good car, and I hated that it was good because I needed to find a fault in it. <laughs> I needed to complain about this this mediocre piece of crap. Yeah. And it was just a good car, man. I hated that it was a good car, and I just complained about it the whole time. I couldn't – again, for the like the third time in a row, I looked a gift horse in the mouth, and I, I, I tried to uh, embrace this free car mm-hmm. that my parents had just gotten me. And I had it for like two or three years. It lasted the whole time. All I needed to do was oil change. And every, I think I did the brakes once, maybe the rotors. <laughs> That's it. It, it. it lasted the whole time. And I just, I don't, I think it's just the, the rise of my chronicle to wanting more Power. in my life. Yeah. Without really wanting to do more because I was just working at Pop Murphy's or Wilco or Walmart or Winco. Yeah. Whatever retail job. So I wasn't making the money to put it where my uh, ambitions were. So eventually, oh man, oh, oh wow. Okay, so eventually I moved in, well, just like last episode when I said that I moved in with Shane, mm-hmm. I had that Saturn when I moved in with Shane in 2019. There was something, there was a, a key feature that, of that uh, Saturn, do you remember? Oh no, I don't. It, for a reason, like the odometer ran really fast. <laughs> I hit nine hundred ninety nine thousand really fast. Didn't it get like for every mile you drove? Didn't it like go up like twelve miles? It went up like sixty, like sixty miles. And we we didn't know what to tell the people when we sold the car. Like it has like a million miles. (laughs) It probably only forgot about that. It probably only has two miles, Uh, but (laughs) nah, yeah, it probably only has like sixty seven miles. But it shows it has a million. Sorry. And we sold it to some guy. You know, he was getting uh, he was getting that car for his son too. So, uh, we, so we were putting it, we were putting it in good hands. I, it was a good car, no problems. Shout um, out. And this is my this is my uh, start of uh, my car passion because I was starting to look at cars. I was like, man, I really want a cool car. What's it gonna be? What's gonna be? And it, eventually, I landed on the car that I would blow up. And oh, I, I and this was the Mazda Speed Three, two thousand nine Gen One. This was the car of your dreams for at the time. Yes, and it kind of still is, if I'm being honest. Really? Uh, I never, I never fell, fell out of love with that car, man. I, ne- I never fell out of love with that car. So I, I bought the, I bought the Gen One, mm-hmm. uh, 2009 Mazda Speed Three. I uh, had 118,000 miles at the time, and I blew it at 126. I drove it for 6,000 miles. I paid the bank. Uh, I owed the bank 9,000, and I oh. blew it up. I blew it up when I only after putting six thousand miles on, bro. That's heartbreaking, dude. This was the this was gonna be my passion project. I was gonna mod the heck out of it, make it everything mine. I bought new wheels, tires, suspensions, uh, exhaust, the works, and then I blew it up. I didn't technically blow it up. Um, the person before me, we pretty much confirmed that he modded the heck out of it, drove it into the ground, took off all the mods, did all the work to take it off and put it back to stock, sold it to the dealership, the used car dealership, so they don't, they don't, they don't need to give you a warranty or anything like that. I bought the car, drove 6,000 miles, didn't, I only redlined it once, and then it blew up. Oh my gosh. I'm still That's so... That's so I'm still, frustrating. It is very, very, very frustrating because I was, I'm still so passionate about that car. So because I owe the bank and because I was so passionate about it, 
I took the car, I put it in the garage, I tore it apart with my, my buddy that I made, the, the mechanic buddy I made from the post office, mm-hmm. bought a new motor, took everything apart, bought a bunch of different goodies, new turbo, new intercooler, tur- uh, new, uh, I was going to think about a manifold, all, all, it, like, injectors, you name it, man. Like, I was going to put it on the car and make it perfect, and, uh, practically indestructible, indestructible for 375 horsepower, uh, 380 torque or something like that. I was going to, I was, I was going to gain hundred, uh, about a hundred in the, both categories. Yeah. Um, and before I even tuned it, cause I put the access port on and put it all back together, drove it for a little bit, said that it was too much because I, uh, it was too much stress because I, I was now moved out of Shane's house and living with Erica mm-hmm. and I needed to move my priorities into the relationship instead of a car. Sure. So I sold my dream car. And I'm still heartbroken, man. I still think about it all the time. I'm just like, man, the one that got away. And I sold it. I had a Lexus ES300 for mm-hmm. a year. I drove my parents' Prius for like a couple months. Then I got a 2020 WRX performance package um, with my good credit. And uh, it didn't feel the same. Really? I- Do you? Okay, so do you think that like you're... Your Speed 3 was more exciting than the Dura-X. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, the 2009 Mazda Speed 3 was by far way more exciting than the 2020 WRX. Uh, and mainly because of the wheel hop, there's more torque than horsepower, so you're just bopping all over the place, and it feels <laughs> like you're going crazy, but you're really not. Uh, all-wheel drive, you know, Recaros, Brembos. It looks, looks fantastic. The person it before a me, beautiful car. The thing is, the person before me modded it perfectly, and it still wasn't good enough. Oh, dang. So after five and a half months, last week I sold it uh, after getting a oil change with my wife's car. I was at a Honda dealership, and we were getting her free oil change. And she told me, "Hey, why don't you just look around and you know, see what you like?" I was like, "I, th- I think I will." And then <laughs> uh, eight hours later. I uh, I traded in my WRX. I bring in the WRX in the, the next day for a 2022 Ridgeline. And you know what? Th- those those Ridgelines are no- nothing to scoff at, dude. Now people like, complain that they're all, that the the big truck guys, the big truck enthusiasts are like, oh man, it's not a real truck. And the only reason they say it's not a real truck is because it's a, a unibody. Basically, basically a half of a Pilot. Yeah, it's it's pretty much half of a Honda Pilot with a bed in the back. Um. But guess what? If it's if ouch, it fits my needs. Yeah, it fits all of my needs. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you got you got you got a, de- a decent sized bed for what it is. You got that bed liner. Yeah, you got you got that uh, you got that tailgate that opens two ways. Yeah, you got the built-in cooler. The built-in. That's at like the cooler. coolest. That's at like the coolest gimmick. I know it really is. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't wait to drive to the, uh, the, the the beach with you sometime and just have a, a tailgate party, or just have a tailgate or party just, somewhere somewhere right here. Just have some ice cold cactus wins the lottery. In the these back. are so good. You know why I got this? Uh, mm. The guy recommended these to me because uh, he's like, "Yeah, it's sour ale with prickly pear." And now that I've grown out my facial hair, Erica calls me prickly pear. I was like, "All right, prickly pear." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, I get a chance to call it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's coming in strong. It's trying. It's trying. It's not. It's not, nothing like yours, man. Yours is so just finessed and uh. perfect, bro. You have like this. Fu Manchu flowing uh, into like a, a foot long beard, dude. Thanks for the encouragement, man. I, I've been like toying, I've been toying with the idea of like just just cleaning it all off. Just, just, just it'll grow back even stronger, though. I know. Every time you do that, and I, I, I looked, I, I asked, I, you know, 
I, I, I can't make these decisions for myself anymore. I can't make this up. I can't make decisions. I, I, have, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to run it by my boss. And I asked Henry, he's like, hey, Henry, would you care if I shaved my beard? And, he, and he's like, no, don't do it. Like, should I keep it? You'd probably cry. Should I keep it? Yeah. Well, you don't, you don't is, want to make your boss cry again. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Henry. Okay. Well, so <laughs> during COVID, I, I, I shaved my beard. Um, my bed. I shaved my bed and my beard. And and uh, I I might as well have shaved time off my sleep schedule because Henry did not want to talk to me for like three days. I was oh, I was wow. I was just a complete stranger because like his entire life I'd had I've I've had a beard. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, ba- babies don't understand. They they like it's a complete stranger and you start crying and freaking out. And- so I'm wondering like if I ever do shave my beard, maybe if if like he's there experiencing it, maybe it'll make it easier. Yeah. Where was he at the time? Um, well, we were all in the same. We were all in the same house. Uh, me and his mom at the time we were still together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I. I, I and you had, let her know, right? You didn't just on, on a whim not tell her and shave your whole beard off, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. She knew. She knew. Okay. She requested it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, Henry was like, uh, "No, th- this, this is, this is some, this is some grade A bull." I'm not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> marked, marked, marked that, that timer. <laughs> got, got you, fam. Got you, fam. Um, but yeah, he he was not having it. Yeah, um, I wouldn't either. I start crying if I see that. Yeah, I cried the whole time in the Marine Corps, and you thought it was because I was having a bad time, but it was really because your face was shaved the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, I, I there there was like a couple months in in, in between our drills. Like, well, I think we, we had like this one this one drill where like the government shut down. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that the government shut down for like a month. One time, it was like a, it wasn't even a month. It was like a three week period or two week period. And that three week period was like right at the beginning of when one drill was scheduled, and right at the end of like when the next month's drill. Was so scheduled. It, as, as if nothing happened. So we had three months without drill. Oh, I'm, yeah, okay. And that entire three months, I didn't shave. And uh, yeah, I, I remember I po- posting a, a video of like myself crying as I had to shave the beard, <laughs> and like literally like, like all my br- all my bros on when they saw me at drill, like dude. I was right there with you, bro. I cried when I saw your beard getting <laughs> shaved. <laughs> oh, that's so sad, man. You know, that, that's probably the, the one thing I miss about the Marine Corps is the bros, man. Yeah. Oh, man. So many, so many. A lot of good people, man. A lot of good people placed in a really bad scenario. Yep. That's how you grow, though. That, that, is, that is how you grow. And speaking of, uh, how, how, long we, how long have we been recording? Oh, wait, wait, wait. For over an hour, really? I'm serious, and I still haven't talked. I have to talk about my Chipotle experience. Chipotle, Chipotle. So, all right, knock, so knock it out. Let's, for, let's all, right, it. all right, so last little titty bitty right here. All right, so for Easter, my parents like to do this cool thing where you know they just, they just hide stuff around the house, and, and instead of eggs, now it's just beer. So they hide beer around the house, and they mm-hmm. have, and then they, and some some of them are gift cards. Uh, when Erica and I showed up. We managed to find a couple beers and two gift cards to Chipotle. So we went to Chipotle um, a couple months ago, and it wreaked havoc on our internals. We're like, all right, you know what? We we used to have Chipotle back in the day. It's no big deal. We maybe have one in Battleground maybe, now. Maybe, yeah, maybe they, had, maybe they just had a bad <gasps> batch of meat. No big deal. So we went yesterday. And to Chipotle. Yeah, to, to Chipotle. And I we almost, used those gift I cards. almost went yesterday. Like, yeah. we, 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 went, we used those gift cards again. And guess whose internals were had wreaked havoc again? Mine. I don't know what's going on, bro. I can't handle Chipotle anymore. It was horrible. What'd you get? I got what I always get, bro. 
I get the steak. I get a, a burrito with steak, pinto beans, hot sauce, <laughs> um, uh, cheese, lettuce, oh. and you get that sour cream. And I get the sour cream. Oh man, yeah. And I, I, I like. I can't imagine why I'm having trouble pooping. Why? No, it's not even. <laughs> oh, it's not even that bad, bro. I used to have it all the time, I, bro. I used to have it three times a week for like five months straight. And you know what? It's great. It's loaded, loaded with protein. You know, you got those good carbs and good fats. But it was as if my body didn't even want to digest it. It was like, hey, you know what? This isn't even food. It doesn't even recognize it as nutrients anymore. That's really weird considering you can digest Taco Bell just fine. I know. <laughs> I, I, my body loves Taco Bell. I'm serious. I don't know what happened. I used to not digest Taco Bell at all, and then Chipotle was amazing, and now it's flopped. It flip-flopped. I don't know. Maybe your brain is just confused and thinks that Chipotle is Taco Bell and vice versa. Yeah. you know, I, 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 Honestly, I, I don't know what's going on with myself. I, just, I really had to tell you that. Because <laughs> I'm really sad. <laughs> I really need to tell you. I, I, I love Chipotle, man. I really do. Uh, I'm just getting. I'm almost thirty. Uh, when do you? When do you? Well, well I'm, not really. I'm almost. asking for a friend. When do you turn thirty? June fourteenth. Wow. So I got like ten months left. I just turned twenty nine. I don't feel twenty nine. I still, I still like my, in, in, like in my mind, I still feel like twenty two, twenty three. <laughs> I haven't really moved on. Wow. Um, yeah, I'd say same here. Um, <laughs> I still feel 22 for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But then, then I remember I have a child and <laughs> I have responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reason you got your truck and you have a kid is because you're growing up. That's right. Yeah. As we all should. And as, and on that note, <laughs> well, on, on the note of growing, yeah. we're, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna end the podcast because we're gonna wake up at we're gonna wake up at three forty five tomorrow to get get those gains. Absolutely, we're gonna yeah. grow. Absolutely. Um. So yeah. Uh. T- feel feel free to hit 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 up our DMs. Tell tell us about an interesting car story you've had, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll uh if we have if we have any men- any uh interesting replies. We'll mention that in the pod. Absolutely. Um, but uh, but yeah, that that that's that's all I've got for uh, this podcast. Uh, Kyle, where can people find you? People can find me at Bobcast. Where can they find you? People can find me at Miho's Life. Anyways, yeah. It would have been great if you said Bobcast. There. You, kinda, also you, you, you ruined the moment. I'm also in, in Bobcast. Where, where, where can people find you? At Bobcast. All right, guys. And at Miho's Life. <laughs> so until next time, peace, love, and, and chicken green. Oh, my gosh. It's loud. <laughs> peace, love, and chicken green.